Welcome to the Retail Tea Break. Each week, I'll be joined by industry experts, retailers, and product creators to decode the myths, share knowledge, and give you a better insight into the industry. My aim, as always, is to empower retailers and product creators to reach their potential. So, grab your cup of tea, sit back, relax, and listen in. My name is Melissa Moore, and this is the Retail Tea Break. Today, I am joined by an epic family business right in the heart of Ireland. These two are a couple that I have known for years. So to start off with, a massive disclaimer, I own their goods, I own their products, and I absolutely love them. So today's podcast might be a little different because I'm a little biased. I am delighted to be joined by Cheryl and Willie from Ballyshane. Guys, how are you? Good, are you, Melissa? It's great to see you. I know, it's, it's so nice. And what I'm loving, forget you two for a minute, anyone watching this on YouTube will see the incredible wood behind the guys here, the boards that have been made in progress. It's it's a bit of your real life workshop, Willie, that is fascinating to see behind us. Yeah, no, everything happens here. There's there's loads of orders happening in the background there. So it's it's busy, busy at the minute. It's all go, which is fantastic. Like, yeah, so um, yeah. It's, it's lovely. Like, it, like, we're very lucky where we live. We're in because of the view. You can probably see the view behind us, but it's a lovely workshop to work in. And yeah, what you're seeing behind us is for yeah. I know, and it's it's, well, this is it. yeah. it's real life. It's a real life studio, as you say. You know, looking past you, even the view out that kind of door window slider is phenomenal. The wood looks beautiful, and I can almost smell the wood from here because yeah. I know that smell. So, look for anyone that doesn't know you. In the time that it takes to boil a kettle, which is about two minutes, tell us a bit about you guys and the brand Ballyshane. So we're Ballyshane Irish Wood Design, uh, produce and manufacture chopping boards, salad bowls, and we occasionally do bespoke furniture as well. Um, we have a couple of tables on at the minute. We we sell wholesale, we sell retail. Um, yeah, it's both myself and Cheryl. Cheryl works part-time and then she helps me the rest of the days, pretty much seven days a week at the minute. So um, yeah, that's us in a nutshell. Now let Cheryl want to add something to it. No, but we've been in business for a few years now yeah. um, and the business has grown from strength to strength, but we've definitely noticed this year is, is our strongest year. Yeah, and yeah it definitely yeah. has been. And then obviously COVID changed a lot of things, but um, we create a product that is, we wanted a luxury product that was sustainable and that we could use Irish timber. That was the big, that was really important for us that we used Irish timber, sustainable Irish timber. So the timber only, we only, get timber from logs that are from trees that are dead dying or falling over and each board that you buy comes with a sustainability tag and on the tag it tells you where the timber came from and what type of timber it is and it's just it's very important to us that we weren't cutting down trees that didn't need to come down or we were like the planet we didn't want to be another thing that was killing the planet and so we're very proud of the business that we've created and we're trying our best constantly to come up with new ideas even our packaging and everything yeah. that we're not adding to all our packaging is recyclable um everything pretty so much everything. Recy- yeah it's recyclable but we're actually we're reusing boxes so we did we decided that we didn't want to um to buy in boxes even if they were recyclable or compostable so we looked around and came up with another alternative there was a couple of companies down the road from us who were getting rid of boxes and they're plain boxes so we actually repurpose boxes we take their boxes they get another life 
and then we'd hope that somebody when they get their box with their board they'll use it again yeah so that was our plan I love this message and actually I had Elaine on here a few weeks ago from Hawthorne Handmade Skincare and the same thing you guys are the same you're not a brand that says they are sustainable you are sustainable and I think this is the this is the big difference that you don't just talk the talk you are physically doing it every day from the recycled wood that you're you're obviously producing beautiful products with but the boxes and I think it's so clever and I think you know, I know from the research that this is something consumer wants. They're happy to pay more for goods that are sustainable, that have longevity, but also they want to spend their money with brands that truly, truly live the sustainable way with purpose and through their values. Yeah, and like there, is a, there is a story behind it as well, because like we, when we say we're sustainable, I go hand select timber myself. I go to the yard, I pick it out and I select it and we cut it up here ourselves. But with regards to the boxes, there are lots of people that have seen him. They're, they're a local company that my mom and dad have worked for for 30 years. And he, I, I read him one day about boxes and we kept all our boxes off him. And, and, and he was, he was literally had nothing, he could do nothing with them. He was just dumping them. So, so they were thrilled. Another company yeah. was thrilled as well that we were getting another use out of them. But like for such a luxury product, we were afraid that these boxes would go out. Now, not doing, there's nothing wrong with these boxes at all, but we were afraid that great customers would be like, oh, we thought we get a luxury box with the product. And we haven't had one person yeah. ever wow. sent into us. We've always got amazing feedback that we are, we're really making an effort to cut down on waste. So that's wonderful to see. And it's wonderful to see people are changing with the time that they're not like, oh, I would expect us to get this beautiful big box. They're not expecting that. They're, they're thrilled to see that we have it, that we're reusing yeah. and repurposing yeah, boxes. Really so it is really important. But even down to our shavings, which Melissa knows, we like, um, we actually, our shavings, we have chefs, we have just amateur cooks. They use our shavings for smoking and different things. And then we've got involved with a company now who are using them for, um, to turn them into pellets for heating. So that's great. Every bit of it's getting used. It's not, yeah. nothing's going to the waste. Going, yeah, it's been repurposed into something yeah. that can be useful. Like, yeah. It's fant fantastic to see and hear that also it's crossing industries now. So you're obviously selling yourselves, you're selling into retailers, wholesaling. But then if these shavings are now going to the hospitality industry, chefs are using them, it's great to see that your name and your brand is spreading even further than the retail industry. Yeah. 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 Which is yeah. amazing. It is yeah. amazing. Yeah. It is amazing to see like all the hard work is paying off and we're a good few years into it now, but to see our name popping up time and time again, it's, it's great. It's great that people are paying attention to the boards, but to the brand that we are as well and what we're trying to create. Fantastic. Fantastic. So this brings me back, I suppose, to the reason that I wanted to have a chat with you today, because you have been around a few years. You've also got different routes to market when it comes to selling. So I know you've mentioned a few there. You obviously sell direct to consumer through your own website, which I'm sure was very different in the last 18 months. You yeah. wholesale into retailers. You've obviously sold through your own little store in Duckett's Grove when you were there. There's pop-up shops. Talk to me about selling because it seems to have come a bit of a dirty word over the last 18 months. People don't like to talk about the fact they sell, but sure, if you didn't, you wouldn't have customers. Yeah. So where did you start or what do you think about selling? Um, I suppose if you go like if you go back, our main um route to market was going to be wholesale. We were like, yeah, we wanted to be wholesale. We really were driving that. Our website was doing okay. I mean, it was a couple of sales coming in and we weren't going to live off wholesale. And then I suppose we all remember the Friday night. <laughs> it was like 
we're all shutting down and we sat there and we're like oh that's it the business is gone like is it gone what are we going to do and we were very lucky we have which Melissa I know you know most of these people but we have this crew as we call them and they're in the industry and it's a it's a support group and yeah. I like to call them an amazing support group that we have of um, everyone from Sam Abbas-Nessa, Alana, Plankpole, uh, Lenny Kay, Amanda Murphy, I'll just name them, uh, Owen from Copperfish yeah. and the Weird Man, like, oh, uh, they're just Connor, like, they were amazing, we all got together and we were like, what are we going to do, like, we have to. So you didn't feel alone, like, no, was that was it. we didn't yeah. feel alone, we didn't feel like it was just us that this was happening to, and we, like, I know, we know, we knew it wasn't just us, but everyone's in the same boat, and there was the panic of what we're going to do. So we just pulled up our socks and we were like, right, this is it. We need to get on to our website. We need to upgrade our website. We need to get the name out there now. We need to get on social media. We need to, we would have, I suppose we would have stepped back a bit from social media because we hated putting our faces out there. We really did. Like, and I know I even looking back over posts and stuff, we would have always been like, oh, I don't want to be like bragging about the business. Suddenly we were bragging and we were like, this is who we are. This is what we're doing. Supporting other companies, like sharing different things, come up with, coming up with ideas and um we actually that time just we all got together actually and I'm sure you remember we done a huge giveaway yeah I remember it well yeah it was incredible like there was all these Irish brands kept coming to us and being like we want to get involved and that actually kicks I think that kickstarted it really our name was flying around along with all these other companies and suddenly the website took off and it took off I do think I do agree because me and you really only concentrated on wholesale we had we in our mind was we had to have a website just just to show our presence like but we really fixated on, on wholesale and then when when lockdown happened wholesale stopped so both myself and Charlie were like what do we do and it was actually quite surprising the first couple of months it was slow but then people just start shopping online yeah. and and we were like talking about sales we were like yeah let's push 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 and we done absolutely everything we could and it's funny like we're doing really really well with the online as well as wholesale so it's actually been fantastic for us that we're after changing into sales yeah, as well like. we've i suppose we did think as well that it was going to drop when the shops reopened yeah, absolutely. but it didn't and the one thing i would have to mention the our our shops that we have our wholesalers absolutely incredible like they were so supportive like even like personally messaging us to see how we're doing hoping we were okay um and understanding and understanding well. with like yeah. you know things got delayed like we couldn't get like we different things timber, timber we, yeah. oil there was different things happening and they were so supportive and like only for them being so supportive we wouldn't have got through with the wholesale side of things but now we have a great balance of both we've wholesale we have online and then we also we went back to basics and started going back out on the road and doing markets again which like we're we're doing the Kilkenny market the Mountain View market at the moment and it was just so lovely to put our faces back out there see our customers get the feedback see what how people are shopping because they are shopping different and I it would be think it would be something that I would recommend that if you're a bit stuck if you're a business and you're a bit stuck it will it is great just to go back to basics sometimes and just get to know your customer again yeah because you get stuck in a rut like we, we yeah. as we we're saying we concentrate on wholesale um, so you kind of get lost in in the workshop, get lost in the office or whatever. Yeah. So it's been fantastic doing that show for us. Oh, amazing! Uh, just yeah. to meet people and get to talk to people and actually get feedback as well for them to, to say, "Oh my God, I know your brand." Which, when you're stuck in a workshop or an yeah. office all day, you actually don't think people know your brand. It's, oh, it's mad. So talk to me about that because there's loads of stuff there I'd I'd like to kind of come back to, but 
it's so nerve-wracking for people you know you as you say Willie you're sitting in your workshop all day making your boards or you might be making jewelry or you might be a ceramicist there you are with your beautiful product where do you start when it comes to talking to real people physical customers right in front of you at your stall selling it does take an awful lot like I've been working what 18 19 years doing from salad bowls to furniture to chopping boards or whatever it is but it, it did, it genuinely took me yeah. seven, eight years before I actually plucked up the courage to do it. Um, and I think that's the thing I would always say to people, especially when it comes to wood turning, is I want, I want to get into it and do it. And it's, it's when you're happy with the product, don't just rush. Because what I find happens an awful lot when people go to markets, they're not prepared, they're not, they're having simplest things for, for, to show the short and recent news, a couple of stands didn't have a sum up machine. And it's okay. like be prepared for every outcome and, and take the good with the bad. There is someone going to tell you that, oh, mine is nicer or I've seen better. That's fine. Like, but it's just what I think it's uh, sure knows me better than anybody. And I was so nervous. But once you do the first or second show and you get just one person to say, oh, my God, I love your work. It just it's makes it all worth it, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. But I, like myself and Willie look at markets so differently. I, I went to the market. I wanted to do a market and meet people to see how, how people are buying. Um, I, I'm very lucky in the in my background of who I used to work for. I've always worked for Irish companies and I've worked for amazing Irish companies. And I'm working for another along with doing this. I'm working part time with another incredible Irish company. But to see it, the change in how people are shopping right across the board, whether it's food, jewellery, chopping boards, everyone's shopping different now and they're spending a bit more on quality than like just yeah. like read something cheap, use it, get rid of it. They're not doing that anymore. They want quality that will stand the test of time. And even at the market, they're coming up and they're asking more questions and they're wondering how they can, like how will the board last longer? Should they oil it? Not just coming up buying it for the sake of buying it. Um, and that's lovely. That's lovely to see that people are- That's such a change of mindset in the consumer though. Cause we all remember the times where you would, you go in and you'd buy stuff for the sake of it. It would either go in the bin or the back yeah. of the cupboard. And then, so now from what you're saying, people are shopping more sustainably. They want a beautiful product that's going to last, that they're going to look after. And actually, yeah, they're probably happy to spend a little bit more if they know they're supporting local, they're supporting Irish, and they get to meet you, the makers. Yeah, and they are, they actually are asking more questions and they want to know about the product. Whereas previous shows we done, say five, six years ago, trade or trade shows or whatever, people were just coming in saying, I've 70 euros spent, just give me a board and just, that's it wow. yeah. people are actually really interested now they are really sorry my phone i'm just gonna turn that off i thought mm. i had it off Ooh, thank god it's uh, not me <laughs> um yeah no they, yeah, it would have been you uh no they are they are and they're interested they're interested in us and like it's very easy as really was the saying and you were saying melissa you can get very lost behind a computer and in your yeah. workshop and you're just a name and you're not a person behind it and like we're, we're doing this market just for a couple of weekends like just in the busy period it's not something we're doing long term but at the same time it's nice at certain time of the year it is nice to get out and just see your customer and um, we do showcase in January we always love showcase it's great to get out and see um, our clients and chat with them and see what works in their stores what doesn't work and I think you have to do it. I do. Think tell me, tell yeah. me about that relationship. Because obviously when you're selling direct to consumer, either via your website or in person at a market, that's one thing. But then you have this whole other area of selling where it's buyers or retail owners. So you're not actually selling direct to the consumer. 
you're selling to the owner or to the buyer who again makes it in an office who has a much bigger picture to look at than just look after you and your brand how does that work from a selling perspective or if, if you're someone new that's maybe going to showcase in January for the first time what's your advice for them for the retailer relationship when it comes to selling um, don't oversell anyway that was the first thing I'd say I, I like sorry when I say that in, in be as honest, in don't over promise yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like just don't be honest with them um it was one of the big things with us because each of our boards is handmade and, and yeah. it's just me making them people will come in and they'll, they'll say oh I want x amount of boards can you have them in two weeks it, it doesn't work like that and be honest because if you over promise and then under deliver you're you're just dooming your business straight away and it's one of the big things we learned yeah, that be 100% honest with them from the word go tell them what you're going to be able to do and if they're not happy with that, try work with them. But just be honest, like uh, it's it was a major thing for me. Um, we did when we started first, we were like, oh, we'll do a two, three-week turnaround. That's fine if you've only three or four orders, but what if you get 20 orders? Yes. So it's just things like that, little simple things that can catch you out big time. Oh, and be prepared. Be prepared. I have been on both sides of the stand as a buyer and as a seller. And when somebody comes up to your stand, whether you're brand new on the market, you need to you need to be as confident as on your stand as somebody has been for the last five years or more. You need to have your prices right. You need to have your price list ready, like and just your product, your brand, know who you are, that when you come back to showcase the following year that you haven't changed everything, um, that they don't know you. I've seen that happen a couple of times where the company can't really get their brand right and they're changing constantly and the thing is for, for say for us for Valley Shane our logo like some days I do get fed up with looking at it I'm like oh should we change it yeah. but that's us looking at it constantly yeah. every single day that is not your client or your customer or shop looking at it they only they don't see it as often as you do and they have to recognize it people have to recognize your brand so be prepared know your brand and yet don't overpromise. Like yeah. know know your margins, know how long your turnaround time is, and um just be be really confident about your business. You like you've created a business. You should be so confident about your what your product is. Like it's amazing yeah. to see Irish new Irish products always coming on the mar market. It's wonderful. I, and I would say a lot of people that that we meet showcase or people that are thinking about doing it the following year or whatever. It is it, it's get advice on how to price your work and, and mar putting margins on it because there is a lot of stands that go and don't get the, the their margins right and then the buyer asks the question and they and they fumble a bit and it, it just it kind of knocks their confidence and then then they're trying to everything after that is like muddled because they're trying to catch up so i would do a lot of research into yeah. that and seek a bit of advice um about how to price your work properly um i see an awful lot of people that make really really beautiful products that are affordable but when you actually break it down from a time perspective in the workshop they're actually making no money off it. And it's really, really tough for people to understand that you have to value your time. That's that's amazing. So actually, before you even think about selling, you need to do homework. You need to know, oh, as yeah. you said, Cheryl, there, you need to know, really solidly know who you are, what you're selling. And as you said there, Willie, you need to do your homework on the maths. Like it's just, yeah. it breaks my heart, just like you, if someone is selling a product that they haven't costed properly, they haven't looked at their margins. As you said, they haven't costed their time or the packaging yeah. or all the tiny little things that go into making products. 
before you then go out and you seek retailers, because I'm seeing, and I'm sure you have, because you're in the industry so long, people that make something and automatically, how do I get into this shop? How do I sell it here? It's like, but you haven't gone through those basic boring steps. Let's be honest. These are the boring things you have to do before you can approach big retailers. Yeah, yeah well, absolutely. Because when we set up Ballyshane, the first year of, of Ballyshane's existence, we, we didn't sell a single product. I remember we, that. We worked, we worked really, really hard. We worked on materials. I worked on designs of the product to get the best use out of the timber. It was actually something that I kind of went against the grain. I was designing boards to suit the timber, not to suit the buyer. Um, I, obviously, they're a beautiful product, but I really wanted to get the best value out, out of timber. So for the first year, we did absolutely not working on price, product design, yeah. and production to get it right. But just to be very clear about that, like we understand we were in a very lucky position oh, absolutely. to be able to yeah. do that. We, yeah. we set ourselves up. No, like there's not many people can do what we were able to do that year. Like we we had set ourselves up to take that time and I was working full time and Willie was doing bits of work um, part time. So it's not it's not something that's... I know no, I know that's what I was actually going to call to my pride. I know we had that luxury, but I would be, I would be really active in saying to people, even if you do it for a couple of days a week yes. or a month, if you actually set yourself up, if you want to be serious about your business, say, look, for two days this week, I'm actually going to work in a really productive manner and I'm going to see how long it takes me to make a product or 10 products and then I can break that down to get a value and then I can add the timber, the electricity, my wages, whatnot. And I think it's really, really helpful tool to give you a sense of what you're actually making and how, how much money you're making off it. Because some people will just make product and you say, oh, how much is that? And they say, oh, it's 50 quid. And you say, how much does it cost you to make it? Well, I don't know. Do you know? And, and then when they actually go back and look at it, they might be making a fiver off of it. Do you know? And it, that, that's, that just kills you. Like. And I think then, these things, sorry, Cheryl, I think these things also help because when you're going and you're selling to a retailer, when you're selling wholesale, it's completely different to selling to me coming up to your market store. You need to be able to know these figures in order yeah. to work out the cost price that you're then selling into a retailer in order for them to then go on and sell it at a similar price to your selling to your customers. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing is, yeah, like there's so much help available to everyone. There really like is, yeah. Yourself, Design Crafts Council of Ireland, the Leo. Absolutely. It's amazing. Like, and you don't have to look very far to get the help. Like you really don't, we've been given, oh, so much help from day one. Like we have been so incredibly lucky and been very much supported by all these different groups. And we couldn't have done it without them. Like we really couldn't. Like there's only so far you can go yourself before you Absolutely. need like a bit of advice or you might be going down a, a trail that you think is the right trail to go. And it's it's not like, and it's great to have somebody there to go, no, you're not going the right way. Especially if you work by yourself, like myself and Willie, it's grand. We work together and look, we're, <laughs> we might kill each other. We work in different rooms. But it's, like it was great to bounce off each other and bounce ideas off each other. But if you work by yourself, you do need like to reach out to other people, reach out to groups, get to know people. Showcase even is amazing when you do showcase and you get to see all your peers there and chat to them. And everyone is so full of information and wants to chat with you. They're not there to like, oh no, I'm not going to help you. They are. Everyone wants to help each other and see everyone do well. Yeah, it's great. Like for like Craft Council would be fantastic. Like they're there in mind of knowledge. Or your local Leo, Leo. like yeah. Carol Leo, have been incredible for us over the years. Yeah. Um, just for advice, just just simple things, um, helping us with shows, 
like there's loads of information there. And just the other thing is as well, what I said earlier on about don't over, don't over sell yourself. It's the buyers are actually fantastic as well. Yeah. Like, you know, from your previous jobs that when we met you at them, like we've asked you questions so that it helps us. Yeah. And most buyers will actually go and give you. Oh, absolutely. They are. Yeah. I don't know a senior buyer out there that isn't a font of knowledge. They want you to do well at the end of the day. And I think people forget this, that at the end of the day, the buyers want you to do well. You're generating revenue for them. It's making them look good. It's increasing the sales for their businesses. They have your best interests at heart as well. And I think there's a really strange Maybe, I don't know, there's a really strange notion out there that, oh, the buyer is the other side. They're against me. They're absolutely not. They are willing you to do yeah, that's as well That's actually as you really are. interesting. That's really interesting you say that because a lot of people, when they look at it uh, from a retail perspective, selling online or selling at a show, it's full retail value for you. And then when you're doing wholesale, obviously you have your different margins and stuff. And people think that, oh, the shop don't really care. They just want the margin. But it, it's so, it's the furthest thing from the truth. Like if the product's not selling in their shop, it's taking up valuable space. Absolutely. But it's not in their interest to take your product and not want it to sell. And most of them, if not all of them, I've never, ever had an experience with a buyer where I've asked her a question. What we actually do with our products is new shops, especially, we'll give them a suggested order and we'll say, look, if it doesn't work in a month's time, bigger boards, smaller boards, let us know and we'll replace them with what is selling instead of just giving them the products and saying now it's yours you may do whatever you want with it and and it's, it's yeah. yeah we've been very very lucky with yeah. yeah i think you've been great over the years and i've obviously watched it you really work at those retailer relationships it's something i talk about a lot but you work with your retailers who are wholesaling for you as you say you're not just sending the order closing the door and saying good luck come back to me in two months when you want another one you seem to have that same customer relationship with your retailers as you do with your direct consumer customers yeah no we definitely do yeah a showcase especially i'm sure Melissa, you've seen it time and time like we're having pints like and drinks and everything yeah. with everyone like you have to build that relationship and like we have some amazing friends that are like we've gathered friends over the year yourself included who would have been a buyer at one stage most but yeah you have to build on that relationship like they're your customer at the end of the day like, yeah and they're there to give you advice they're there to see it through the like you're going to have dips as well in the business where you might be the flavor of the month next thing wood might go out of fashion and you know when you're trying to change the the company to just to the times and they're there to help you and make suggestions and it's great yeah, yeah and i think yeah because yeah, they, they'll give you they'll give you the, their opinion and the advice that you're afraid to listen to like there has been occasions where we've made a product we've made one or two and they're like it's not you that's yeah. not what yeah. you're about don't try like they were like don't no that won't work for you and we're like Ooh, really and we were a little bit upset over it but <laughs> yeah. they were actually dead right yeah. they were 100 right and you just and, panic a bit yeah. i think and you're like oh we'll, we'll do something else but, no. like, but i love that and i also think that's true of the design and crafts council and of the local leos i'm very proud to be a mentor with both to work with the design and crafts council and to work with the local enterprise officers for that reason, as you said, sometimes you need to be told things that you don't necessarily want to hear. And when it's coming from people who know the industries or who understand finance inside out and back to front, listen, like they genuinely have your best interest at heart. And if at the end of the day, it makes selling better, it makes you price your product in a better way. If you can then connect to your customer in a better way, 
gosh, it's yeah, a win. That's a really big thing. I'm extremely, extremely lucky with Cheryl's background from, from a financial point of view or a selling point of view for me. I just make, I, I do say to people, I get paid from the neck down, I'm sure I get paid from the neck up. And, and most people that are makers are exactly that. They make, they don't want to sell, they don't know how to sell. Um, I'm very lucky with Sharp's background, but what my point is, is when you go to Leo, they will let you put you on courses, how to promote your work, how to sell your work. Cross Council of Ireland are the same, they'll give you a mentor to get, get your frame of mind out of just maker, if you're on yeah. your own. Do you know, and a lot of people, Will tell you that I can make but I can't sell uh, and that's the thing if you're not going to hire somebody to sell for you you need to go to Leo's and I think it's okay now and acceptable to say look I'm not okay at selling I'm not yeah, good at it I absolutely. think it's a dirty word and an awful lot of people do but it's the same as you said Willie there's no way I could make a board behind you there I'd be the first person to say I would need help with that and I think it is just changing the mindset yeah, yeah, good luck letting me in there. I'd be <laughs> missing limbs or I would have, you yeah. know, crashed yeah, through that. Have to you have to let you, <laughs> let you walk but no, but that is the big thing. I'm sure, like, I know we're going to get onto this topic in a second, but as you know, like, we're, it's not just about meeting your clients anymore, whether it's wholesale or your customers or whatever. Like, social media is a whole big minefield at the moment. I'm actually, I'm doing a project on it at the moment, but... I'm not great on it. I'm not like I, I was very fortunate for the companies that I was with that they had amazing social media. But you have to have a social media presence now, and it just has to happen. And if talk to me about that because that must fall in line then with your selling strategy. It has to these yeah, days. It has to, yeah, it does. Like it does. It absolutely does. And um, oh, like whether it's they're changing everything over to TikTok or whatever it is. Like and yeah, for two TikTok's people, it's like. Oh, that makes me really uncomfortable. I'm not a person to put my face or like Willie isn't either. We don't put our faces out there very often. And um, once in a blue moon, do we put out there? It's just something, it's not a privacy thing. It's just something I'm not comfortable with. Mm. And now it's all about videos and reels and this and that. And I'm like, oh, I, it just, it, it like, it terrifies me like of what like you have to do. And I think I just made a decision for a body chain. I was like, I'm not comfortable with this. I can't do this, but I'm going to try my best in what I can do. And whether it's good photography or it's trying to give a tiny bit of insight into the back, uh, our background and what we do and just keep taking away like that. It's what what I can do and it's the best that I can do on so, like yeah. Facebook and Instagram. I'm not going to be doing dances or <laughs> I'm singing. That's or a shame. Like that. It is, it is actually something that I'm both sure it's 100%. With the new workshop, what I do eventually want to do when it gets finally finished up and gets cleaned out or whatever, is actually try to give people an insight of like just doing some videos. There'll be obviously no talking or anything like that. But it's just, just to give people, show people the process of what we do. Because a lot of people get into their head when you say to them that it's handmade. They think, oh, well, sure, there's a machine making that. It, there is machines here, but every single piece of wood is touched by my hands 30, 40 times. Wow. And I want people to be able to see that. There'll be no talking or dancing. <laughs> unless sure wants to do some dancing in the background. But it is just to give people an idea. And it, it does. It gives an, an engagement for the, for the buyer or, the, or the, even the wholesaler, the, the buyer for the wholesaler, to see exactly what we do so that they can tell people, this, this is it. It's not just our word. It's, it's picture. Do you know so? Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. We are getting there. Amazing. So with that in mind, what's coming up over the next few months for you? It's That's great. hard work. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of hard work. I yeah. love that. It's Christmas. Like we're in it. We're in the take of Christmas. This is it. Like we would have started back in August, starting to prep for it. Wow. We're in it now. Yeah, we wouldn't have done that before. Uh, 
We couldn't. No, we wouldn't have done it before. <laughs> we wouldn't have been that organized. Um, and I would like two years ago, it's really funny. Um, the boards obviously online get personalized, and the personalized side of things is very, very important. And I'll never forget the middle of November when the sales were coming in really chicken heavy. And the whole thing went down and I had to get a friend oh. to help us with it. And she was giving out to me, she's like, this is the thing we could have done in September. And I was like, I know, yeah. So I've learned from that, definitely learned from that. And we've prepped and we're prepared and we're ready to go. And it's just, it's just get. Yeah, the, like the big everything. Thing, yeah, the big thing for us, the previous workshop was, it, it, was, it was an old workshop and it was, it was a cold workshop. It functioned, it done perfect, but I couldn't. I couldn't stockpile product yeah, because yeah. of moisture and stuff like that. Wood just doesn't like damp conditions. So every single order that came in from for from September through to Christmas was made straight away. It wasn't there that you could throw it into a box and out it went. So this new workshop is fully insulated. It has heating. It has everything so that we can stockpile. And then the other thing this year that we're we're doing a lot more of, um, and it's really exciting. It's going back to something I done maybe ten years ago. Is Furniture. We're, we have three uh, commissions for dining tables on wow. just before yes. Christmas yeah. and one after Christmas. Um, so yeah, it's really exciting that we're we're kind of we're going back going forward. We are no, but we're definitely going like the stockpiling thing, which somebody like anyone that's in business know how important it is coming up to Christmas stockpile for us to be able to stockpile after for so long not being able to do it. It has changed. It's yeah. a game changer, isn't it? It really is. Game changer. Yeah. Like we couldn't have grown the business. We just couldn't. Like Duck's Grove, which I'm sure people knew that's where we were situated, is an old castle. And we were down in one of the stables in the old castle with lovely other um crafters, but for wood it just wasn't yeah. working. And also, like there was what was it last Christmas? Oh, the roof leak. The roof yeah. leak. Oh, gosh, with wood. With the wood. And like no, like I know people, customers can be like you know great and they can be lovely about it but there's only so much to be like oh the week before christmas you can't get us our board because of yeah. the roof set no yeah. that's not it's not and okay the other major problem that we we eliminated this year or worked to our advantage was with covid as well was we we outsourced our engraving and uh, like she was fantastic she's a really amazing. good friend of ours yeah. but she was really busy so it was two or three days out were hard to get engraved and then back and whatnot in the depths of Christmas is really, really difficult. So in April there, we bought our own laser engraved machine and it's set up in our uh, packaging area. So now everything wow. is done in-house. So we literally get timber, we we pack it, we oil it, we sand it, we do everything. And then there's personalization, we engrave it here ourselves and it's sent straight out straight away. So yeah. yeah, we're really trying to do that this it's year. Definitely, definitely COVID has changed a lot of things for us, but it definitely made us look more than we have to have everything in-house. And yeah. we're in a position that we were able to do it and we could buy new machines, bigger machines, we upgraded machines and everything. So yeah, just even compared to last year, it's it, the business has done a 360 on how we're going to send out things, yeah. how we're producing and timeframes and all that. Yeah. So it's exciting. We're very excited about this Christmas. Amazing. Oh, I'm thrilled to have had you on today. This has been a brilliant chat. And I think you've given so many people such an insight into the reality of what it's like to have your own brand, you know, grow the business, be able to sell to these different avenues and to be great at doing it all at the same time. Willie, Cheryl, it's been a delight to have you on today. I really appreciate you taking the time to come on to the Retail Tea Break. 
If you enjoyed today's podcast, please like, share and subscribe to the Retail Tea Break. Leave us a comment. I'd love to hear if you've bought boards from Ballychain before, if you've been gifted one, especially. We'd love to hear all about it. So leave us a comment about the show and we will see you soon. Thanks so much. Thanks, Thanks Melissa. See you later. Done. Oh my God, we could have talked all day.